Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. How taxpayers can troubleshoot common after-tax day issues. IRS Tax Tip 2020-91 July 23, 2020. While the deadline to file and pay federal income taxes has passed for most people, there are some taxpayers still facing tax-related issues. Here are some tips for taxpayers handling some of the most common after-tax day issues. Check the status of a refund. Taxpayers can check on their refund using Where's My Refund. There's a link to that tool here. It is available on irs.gov at the irs2go app as well. The irs2go app has a link here as well. Taxpayers without access to a computer can call 800-829-1954. To use this tool, taxpayers need, to f need the first social security number on the tax return, the filing status, and the expected refund amount. So you might want to have the tax return handy with you because you probably know the first of those two things, but you may not know exactly what the refund amount is. Therefore, it'd be nice to have the tax return with you as you process or look into this. The tool updates once daily, so there's no need to check more often. So you, they're usually updated overnight, as we're told. Therefore, you could check it like in the morning or anytime once a day. Checking it more often than that probably will not be useful. Do a paycheck checkup. All taxpayers are encouraged to do a paycheck checkup by using the tax withholding estimator. There's a link to that here. It's on the irs.gov website. This will help them make sure their employers are withholding the right amount of tax from their paychecks. Doing this now will help avoid an unexpected year-end tax bill and possibly a penalty. So that means that you can do a checkup now. And if you just did your 2019 return and you owed money, or if you got a really large refund, either way, you might want to say, hey, you know, I can adjust that because what should really happen in a perfect world is you would have the money taken out of your of your wages in for the federal income taxes for example for 2020 this year and then next year when you file the return you wouldn't get a refund or you wouldn't owe any money it would just be perfect and then you just say yeah this is my liability and this is exactly how much i paid doesn't happen in real life that way because the tax code is way too complicated which is kind of a problem therefore we typically shoot for a bit of a refund but if your refund is too large or if you have a really large refund, then then what's happening most likely is you're having too much money taken out of your paycheck on you know your paycheck by paycheck. You can get that money sooner by lowering the amount of withholding. If your re if your refund is too low, then uh, you could end up owing money at the end of the year, which is painful. But also you could have penalties and interest that will be tacked on. Most likely will have penalties and interest tacked on to the bill as well. So you want to do this, this estimator tool will help you to kind of estimate what withholdings should be. Now, if you just filed your taxes in 2019 and you owed money, for example, then you might use this tax withholding estimator and you're going to estimate how much you can increase the withholdings from your W-2 or estimate how much you need to pay in terms of estimated payments to avoid penalties and interest. But that'll be for the second half of the year. So you're going to have to do like makeup withholdings because you would have been short in the first half of the year and then in the in the following year note if that were the case you'd have to do this checkup again because then you would want to lower the withholdings back down to be what they would need to be if they were a fixed amount for the entire year uh, so that's what you want to do there also you can use this estimator for some projection analysis so if you're if you wanted to say well what if this happened or what if that happened in order to do the withholding calculations it basically has to do some kind of projection 
for it. So if, if you had some difference or you don't know what your income will be and you want to say, well, what would be the tax effect, you know, if I made $10,000 more or something like that, uh, you might be able to use the, the, this tool to help you with those kind of projections or, or decision-making processes possibly as well. Although you, if, if you're doing that kind of projection, you might want to use software and or talk to a professional about that as well. But you could check it out to give you some idea. Back to the text. Taxpayers can use the results from the estimator to help them fill out their form W-4 and adjust their income tax withholding with their employer. So the form W-4, you will recall, is the form you usually do when you first, uh, you will do when you first go and have a new job because you got to fill out the W-4 so they know how much to withhold. So that's where you're going to tell them basically the withholding amount that you're going to need. You tell them your marital status and how many exemptions or whatever, but you basically tell them, give them the information to withhold. And just remember that if you if you owe money this year in 2019 and you got to go to to HR in your business at your company and tell them, hey, I, I, I need to increase the withholdings. Don't ask them for advice or, you, you know, you probably can't ask them for advice because they're not going to be able to give you advice as an HR person. So they're typically going to say the typical thing happens is, hey, you know, I owed money this time. You guys didn't withhold enough money. How much money do I need to withhold? Can you give me some advice on that? And they're going to say no, because that's it's not my job to do that. I can't give advice. Hopefully they do it. They do it nicely, but they should be saying, hey, look, I, that's not what I do here on the HR department because we can't give advice on tax advice. You got to talk to the tax professional and then you just tell us what we need to do and then we'll adjust the withholding. So uh, you need to, if you need to adjust the withholdings, you go to this estimator tool and or advice from a CPA or your accountant, then fill out the W-4 and then you go to the HR and you give them the information to help you process the, 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 what you need to do for the numbers that you have already figured out uh, yourself. Back to the text. Taxpayers who receive pension income can use the results to complete a form W-4P and give it to their uh, payer. Review payment options. Taxpayers who owe taxes can review their options online. They can view federal tax account balance online. There's a link to that here. Pay their taxes owed or make a partial payment with IRS direct pay. Pay by debit, credit card, or digital wallet. Note that if you pay by debit or credit card, there might be a small fee there. So, you know, it's not, and the fee doesn't go to the IRS. Apparently there's a third party that's going to help process that. And they typically have a fee. So some of the other processes don't have a fee usually. And then you can apply online for the payment plan if you need to. So I'm assuming, I, I know there's going to be a lot of people this at this point that uh, may have a payment plan aren't able to pay because of the, what's happening with the economy and because of these extensions of the deadlines for payments. Uh, all got extended out until this one date, right? And then they're all becoming due at this point in time. So there's probably many more people that are finding themselves not able to pay the taxes possibly at this point in time. And you could you can then set up a payment plan. So what you want to do is you want to have as much peace of mind as possible. You want to set up the payment plan because that'll lower penalties and interest generally uh, to to do that. And, and then it'll stop also stop the fear of collection action of the IRS coming after you for further collection action and it may be useful later on too if you're in good standing with the IRS you can be in situations where the IRS is more likely than to deal with you for <laughs> negotiations if there if there are any kind of um, changes or negotiations or, or 
when you need to set something up for payment plans and whatnot or an offer and compromise maybe even or something like that in the future if you're in good standing with them so new users will need to, to need to authenticate their identity through the secure access process there's a link to that here taxpayers should go to irs.gov view their federal tax information there's a link to that here find out if they need a amend to amend a tax return find out if they need to amend a tax return after filing the return taxpayers might find that that they made an error or forgot to enter something on it. Taxpayers can use the interactive tax assistance should I file an amended return. There's a link to that here to help determine if they should correct an error or make other changes to the tax return they already filed. So it's common to have filed a tax return and then go back and look at it and say, hey, you know, I missed something that I, I need to put in there. It's going to have an effect on the tax return. And, and then the question is, well, how do I deal with that? Is the only way to deal with that to actually amend the tax return? So you'd have to file an amended tax return, a 1040X uh, generally. So there you can have some questions about whether or not uh, you will need to file the amended tax return. Back to the text. Common errors taxpayers should fix are those made about filing status, income, deductions, and credits. Taxpayers usually do not need to file an amended return to fix a math error or if they forgot to attach a form or schedule. Normally, the agency will correct the math error and notify the taxpayer by mail. So if you have a math error, the system, the computer system on the IRS will typically be able to pick up the math error. And so they'll, they'll, you probably don't need to adjust that because their system will generally automatically uh, pick that up. If you didn't attach a form or something like that, it's probably okay because the IRS actually already has the forms, right? If it's a W-2 form or a 1099 form, the fact that you got one means that the IRS got one as well. The IRS is the one that's compelling the, the people that give you, the, like the, your employer that gives you the W-2. The IRS is the one that compels the employer to do that, and they want one too. So the IRS has a W-2 form as well. So you probably don't, you don't need to amend the return to give them you know, that added information because the amended return can kind of confuse the process and extend uh, the process as well. Notice some of the number, some of the forms that, that you would have on there too. The IRS actually has them a lot of times too. So if you, if you didn't include like a W-2 income or something like that or a 1099, you probably would want to amend that uh, so that you can get it fixed as soon as possible and avoid penalties and interest that could accumulate for it. But it's also something that the IRS is very likely to pick up, given the fact that they have the W-2 themselves. And again, their system, they're just, they're, it doesn't take a manual person generally. They, you, their system should be able to pick up the fact that that 1099 or, or at least the W-2 income and whatnot wasn't included on the tax return. So you, you may get a, uh, a letter if something wasn't included on that too. And, and it could be similar to the, this letter where it would say, hey, look, you didn't include this income. Looks like we got this thing saying that you got this income. Yeah, we included it and we added some tax <laughs> uh, to the thing here and so on. So, but uh, if, if you do have an income error, you want to you want to adjust those. If it's a math error, then the IRS uh, may, may uh, pick that up. Back to the text. Similarly, the agency will send a letter requesting any missing forms or schedules. Currently, taxpayers must file Form 1040X, Amended U.S. Individual Income Tax Return. There's a PDF link to that here on paper. Uh, those, those expecting a refund from their original return should not file an amended return before the original return has been processed. 
So as of now, the, the 1040X, and notice all the returns that they're doing, you, there's a big push to do everything online, right? You want, they, they're saying, hey, do the thing with the software, e-file it to us. We want our payments to be uh, automatic payments directly from the bank account. And we want, you know, if, auto, if at all possible, you still can do paper returns, but you'll note that the push from the IRS has been to automate everything, especially with the COVID-19 stuff going on. However, for some reason, the form 1040x is still required to be a paper return because of this i think it's just the logistics of doing the 1040x the way they have to um the the, the paperwork that they want for it i guess it, they still have it in a paper return process so when you need to amend the return you have to actually mail it in which is kind of a pain it, it sound they do have they have been working on fixing that they said they're going to be adjusting that so it can be electronic in the future but they're not quite there at this point in time so if you have to amend the return then you have to do the paper return which could take a little a little bit longer uh to process and once again if you're getting a refund those expecting a refund from the original return should not file an amended return before the original return has been processed